Welcome to the Sports Betting Podcast. The Line Breakers. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Line Breakers Podcast. This is your host, Coop. We've taken a little bit of a break off, and we've came back, and we've uh, gained someone else. But we're here with the professor, as you know. How are you doing there, professor? How you there? How you doing there, Coop? Doing pretty good, yeah. And we have a new guest, someone who's been behind the scenes, kind of been watching, and he finally uh, got his big go. We have Mike the Mechanic. Hello there. Yes, I've been uh, behind the scenes and once in a while chiming in, but I've decided to uh, come out of the shadows and uh, join the crew, and uh, hopefully I have something of value to add. I've been betting for 45 years. And which is hard to believe, considering I'm only 46. I got an early start. <laughs> exactly. He has the tools, as he likes to say. Yes, I have the tools. I have, I've, I've learned uh, over those 45 years of betting a lot of things that you should do and you definitely should not do. And we'll try to uh, use that, that to guide you. Yeah, exactly. And as you guys may have noticed, we've taken a break, probably like a month break right now uh, from the podcast and also giving um, betting advice. We just felt that baseball, we just didn't have it. We didn't have the baseball towards the end, um, but we're here. We're ready to go for college football and uh, NFL. And just like that, in a week, we have the NFL football finally starting up. Packers, Bears, Thursday night. And uh, that's what we're just ready for. We're all revamped for that. And also college football, which started last week. It was just one game and then... As they start into week one, uh, starting this Saturday, we're going to start um, giving out more advice and for you guys to have and all of our award-winning uh, backup information that we like to give to you guys, the reasons behind our picks, why we pick them. And college football is even more intense because there's so many more games in college football that we can pick and choose and find the lines that maybe people don't give so much um they don't really care about, so to speak. So we can look that up and a lot more variables. You have college athletes playing. Some of them are playing in their very first game, college uh, like freshman quarterbacks at smaller schools playing against big schools. So you never know what's going to happen, but we try to find the best odds and give you the best edge to win. Yeah, no disrespect to uh, baseball, but it's 162 games and just, you know, after a while it gets you tired out. So we're ready to go now with football, but we're going to just finish off a little baseball talk, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And even in baseball, when you see the even the uh, even the umpires are getting tired out there, we've seen probably more than ever this year just umpires just blowing calls. We saw last week uh, Dodgers Yankees huge series could be the World Series could define who gets home field advantage throughout the world throughout the playoffs into the World Series, and they blew the call. Yeah, well, that was uh, egregious. And at the time, I was watching it, and you know, truth be told, I'm a born Died in the wool Yankees fan, so I, you know, I don't have to uh, cloak the fact that uh, I root for the Yankees. It's the only team I've never ever bet against. So, if I tell you to bet against the Yankees, it's an imposter. Because <laughs> it won't. This is won't, not the real it, Mike. It, it won't happen for for me. <laughs> but uh, the, 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 I'll just uh, let let you know that the the ump, it was not a judgment call. He had no right to make the call. The rule is the ump has to find the ball first. Once he's found the ball, he then has to scan the bases. And if anyone who was was on a base is no longer on that base, that means he's in motion towards the plate uh, or to advancing to the next bag. He can't call timeout. It's it's solid in the rules, black letter law. Yeah, exactly. It's against the rules. And just to remind everyone, it was two to one, first and second. It was going to be a double play ball, hard slide at second. 
He goes down. Clary uh, Bertorez on third base notices it and decides to take it home. And the umpire, you see on the replay, the umpire kind of just throws his hands up halfway through the play when he's yeah. on his way to home, and they just went with it. And unfortunately, didn't, yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off, but unfortunately, Aaron Boone didn't know the rule. Otherwise, he would have made a bigger stink, and he would have said, this game is now being played under protest. Probably didn't do it for the two reasons I just said, is that uh, he didn't know the rule, and... They've been challenging so many calls recently, feeling that there's a bias against them, being the Yankees, that he just said, all right, we'll let it go. We're, we're now going to have bases loaded. Yeah, you lose know. a battle today to win one tomorrow. Yeah. Something that, like that. that. That battle lost might cost them the home field against what predictably would be the Houston Astros, and the Astros don't do well in Yankee Stadium. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we saw a couple years ago the Astros won yeah. four games at home. The Yankees won their three games at home. So, yeah, it could come to be uh, very pivotal. It's almost amazing how Aaron Boone didn't know that rule. Like, you have to have people just behind the scenes just knowing all these rules. I don't blame Aaron Boone. I blame the organization of the Yankees just not having someone who knows these rules. Yeah, I mean, if you had Don Zimmer there, he would have known the rule. Yeah, Don Zimmer would have came <laughs> <You know>? flying <laughs> out. <laughs> and then... Uh, With his army helmet on. Yeah, and then somebody <laughs> would have tackled him again, right? <laughs> you know, we were talking before the show uh, about how uh, the uh, umpiring has really deteriorated. Yeah. And, you know, these guys are making so many mistakes. And, you know, it's changing the game. And for people who are betting on games, this is, uh, you yeah. know, yeah. And the, and the call consequence. And the, uh, the computerized umpire. Yeah. Yeah. And exactly, as we see more sports, just in, um, they're almost like letting in betting. We've seen the NBA. They're almost um, like they're going to be like almost a sponsor one day, um, like casinos for the NBA. And as more sports get more into the betting side of things, and as the cameras get better, the graphics, slow motion, I mean, you're just going to need more yeah. more video replays, more robotic umps. Because we'll never see a strike that's three three inches off the plate, or we'll never see a ball that's like in the strike zone. It just won't happen. <laughs> I always think back to the Naked Gun movies with ne- Leslie oh, yeah. Nielsen when he's trying to call the strikes and they're looking at him. Yeah. <laughs> strike! He's just going with the crowd. He's like, the crowd did that, so we'll call it a strike. Well, that's like, you know, Aaron, Aaron Boone, you know, I mean, Aaron Judge, you know, he's six foot seven. And they're calling strikes, you know, five inches below his knee. Yeah. 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 Help out Judge. Help him out a little bit. But well, also anyway. the Mets. We're, we're from the New York area. Yeah. Uh, the New York Mets. I mean, they came up. What did they win? 13 in a row two weeks ago? No. Well, they were. They were won 13 in a row two weeks ago, right? Like, no, 13 or 14. They were like, like seven of, yeah. of eight. And, uh, yeah, it was a bunch of games. They won a lot of games. Yeah, they put themselves right they, back in the mix of things. And they still are at the moment. They're just hurting at the moment. Yeah. I mean, well, right in, back in the, the interest of uh, honesty, you have to say that uh, you are a rabid, rabid Mets fan. Absolutely, fact. And and, 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 uh, and he just got his new gear. He was telling me he got his he hat. Got my, he got the Alonso got jersey, hat, the Alonso shirt, the blue T-shirt, the mm. white shirt. Yeah, and I'm trying and, to see if they have any underwear there, and I'll. Uh, and, yeah. you, and your namesake uh, just set a record last night. Yes, yes. As, as did uh, my uh, Yankee uh, friend Judge set a set a uh, record. Yes, we did a hundred. No, he's, he got a hundred, and then he well, not a record, but he hit he hit the hundred mark, and then he hit another one today. Oh, what was he the third fastest to a hundred? Yeah. So what I like Alonso is when I get that one. inkling that Alonzo's going to hit a home run, I do bet, and I win on that. Massively, my, I heard. My, my, Massively. My, my problem is that I bet on the Mets also, and they don't win. <laughs> yeah, the Mets so are trying to hit a tough, rough spot. You should just bet uh, on uh, 
Alonzo to hit a home run and the Yankees to win. That's right. Parlay. Yeah. Maybe I should do that. Yeah, you'll win more games and you'll lose that way. But yeah, the Mets have been on a four-game skid. They're losing big tonight, 8-1. to one. And it was kind of surprising, too. You have Syndergaard on the mound at City Field coming off all these losses. You'd think they'd come out and kind of show something, but... I mean, they kind of laid the egg tonight, but not to, not to stay too long on the Mets. I just think, and I'm you know, as a lifelong Met, I think that these guys it's starting to feel to me like uh, 1983, 84. They are about a couple of years away. They got to put a couple other players in there, and I think they're going to start making it happen. Yeah, Cespedes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, those early year losses that kind of off his him. horse yeah. <laughs> or his Lamborghini, whatever he fell out of. <laughs> it was a horse for sure. It wasn't off of his house. He wasn't jumping off his house and just ran. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I think those early season losses really killed the Mets. Those when they um, they seemed to have blown like ten games of, of like their first like forty games, and that kind of just. All right, so now since them. we do talk about betting, do you want to take a flyer on the wager? You, you know, the good odds you would get if the Mets were to make the playoffs. Yeah, just kind of sneak into that second wild card spot. I mean, yeah, it's not a bad... Uh, Mr. Met, the, the, what do you I, think? I still think they have a chance to go. That I'm not giving up on them yet. So I, I think it's it, it doesn't hurt you to put a bet in there to uh, to get into the uh, the wild card. Mm-hmm. And I think go beyond that first game. Yeah, they're three games back from the second wild card spot. Uh, what do they got? There's a month of baseball left. Actually, I thought they were, as of uh, last night, I thought uh, Chicago and Washington were tied. So they're just three games from both. Now Chicago's three up. Chicago has 73 wins, Cubs have 70, Mets have 67. Well, I'm going to be the voice of dissent and say I'm not touching it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see the Phillies sneak into that spot, maybe outcreep the uh, the Cubs. I know they have a series with the Mets coming up soon, so I think yeah, whoever wins that tough, series Mets could really— Mets have a tough schedule. Yeah. I mean, you got to win to get in, so it's almost that. And I think they finished the season against the Braves again, right? Which th- they got, got swept by? I forget it's either that or the Dodgers. No? I got to look. Well, hopefully it's the Braves for their sake. But we'll be back to talk about the football, which you guys all want to hear. We'll be right back. And we're back. We just kind of gave a little run-through about baseball, little Yankees, little Mets. But now we're going to uh, switch gears into the NFL, what you guys all want to talk about. We've been waiting since the Super Bowl to talk about uh, the NFL, um, and it's finally here. I mean, right, who, um, this weekend we're going to start putting out our future picks, division winners, um, wild cards, uh, who's going to win throughout the playoffs, our Super Bowl prediction for uh, our early Super Bowl prediction. Um, so we'll have that up on our website uh, this weekend. That's www.thelinebreakers.com. And we're here, and I guess the big news to talk about in the NFL just happened recently. Andrew Luck retired. I mean, that kind of shakes up the AFC South a little bit. Everyone kind of thought Andrew Luck was going to come back this year. He won Player of the Year, comeback Player of the Year 2018, had a good year, uh, obviously, in 2018. And this year they thought he was going to come back and, I don't know, kind of win the division, kind of put his foot down and kind of cement his what everyone thought he was going to be, kind of this great player, but he just couldn't take it anymore. Well, I'm sure a lot of people are disappointed that they probably already bet on the futures uh, for them to go to the Super Bowl and or win it, and uh, or just the over-under was a very reachable nine and a half. Yeah. And I was thinking that that was a good bet. 
Mm-hmm. And I was discussing with uh, you guys here when they said that he wasn't going to play in the preseason game that was coming up and that his, uh, his second back. guy wasn't going to play. Mm-hmm. And I said, that's really telling. So I ran and uh, got my bet in on the under. Yeah. And the next day he says he's not playing. And the line went from nine and a half to six and a half. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely been the leader of that team. Even when he was hurt and came back, you kind of felt that energy when he came back. Because he's just a tough player. He goes out there, plays hard. Um, and he's definitely won them games in the in the past. He had that great win against the Chiefs a I'm couple just years to ago find in the playoffs. What, I'm sorry to I just want to find out what happened for him that he waited to what is it the second or third week well, yeah, of everyone's the preseason kind of about that. Yep. right beforehand. Well, what what from I've found because I read this stuff incessantly, unfortunately because I have no life. Um, he got injured in preseason, which was after the draft. And this is an injury that had nothing to do with other of his other multiple injuries, including lacerated kidney and and torn rib cage and torn shoulder labrum and everything else he's gone through because they gave him no line for the first five years of his career. This guy should have been a all time great, and physically and mentally he would have been. But Ursay and the powers that be gave him no protection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, until like last year, it seemed like they just decided yeah. to draft last so, year. So. In preseason, uh, after the draft, he got injured, and the injury was a something unrelated to anything else he's ever had before. It was a calf, and then they're saying perhaps ankle, yeah. high ankle sprain. Yeah, and a high ankle sprain is something that takes forever to to recover from. Yeah, fully heal. You kind of just like you feel you don't trust it almost, yeah. right? It's and one so of those he finally said after two weeks of not getting any better at all, I just can't take it anymore. And he also, you know, people who watched the press conference didn't realize he was breaking down saying that all these injuries and recoveries and injuries and recoveries had almost ruined his life and his marriage. And the last uh, time off actually uh, cemented his marriage and uh, resulted in them having a child. So when you have $100 million and you've now cemented your marriage and you have a child, you know... You know, who needs to get beat up anymore? You can relate to that, right? Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) And the Colts aren't coming after him either for the uh, 24, I guess, like 24.8 million. They had a right to claw back the 24.3 million. And uh, Ursay probably realizes that, you know, know, I ruined your career by not giving an offensive line for the first four years and just letting you get run over time and time again. And and for anyone like these assholes who booed him and, and hissed when he says he's, he's retiring, like, you know, you've now fucked our season. Yeah, that kind of well, sucks. Well, screw them. Yeah. You know? Yeah, this is my life. And it's almost funny, too, to see, like, the difference between the Colts because the Lions, when Calvin Johnson retired, they were, like, clawing at him for, like, $1 million. And this is the Colts. are like, yeah, you can keep that $24 million. Yeah. 24. And the Lions are like, give us back that $1 million. Yeah. So it's always funny how teams... Uh, because it is a business in the day, so it's yeah. funny how. So for those of you like who had also luck in your fantasy, yeah. you're also screwed. Sucks to suck. That's why you got to have your draft <laughs> yeah, late. Luck. That's why you got to have the draft late. <laughs> well, After yeah, the fourth preseason well, game. Well, like the professor, he ha- he's having his draft what the night before. Uh, yeah, that's, that's where it is to yeah. be the safest. Yeah, that's the oh, safest. I had my draft. had my draft last night, and I must confess, I picked number two. And who did you take, Le'Veon or uh, no, Saquon? Saquon I, I, go one. Who went two? Uh, Saquon went uh, one. I had number two. I was supposed to take Kamara or uh, McCaffrey. I took Zeke. Oh, God. And because I'm confident that Jerry Jones, with all his blustering, knows that, first of all, he loves Zeke. 
and he announced today that Zeke will be on the field. But he also said it's going to be a marathon. He said it's going to well, be whatever. The guy had leverage? over two thousand yards last year. I don't know. That kind money. of segues into the whole holdout stuff that all these players seem oh, to be doing I, this year. I'll put my RB two in there for a while, but you know, <laughs> I, I, I've, 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 I'm now the new Buffalo Bills. I've come in second two years in a row. If I come in second this year, I'll then change the name of my team because right now my team is uh, named after the Raiders. Just win, baby. But uh, I lost doing... two years ago by one tenth of one point. That's tough. 174 to 173.9, which is like a blade of grass I it's lost. A, yeah, but you have it's all a highlight players. of your life, right? <laughs> no, it's the low light of my life. Well, well that, we that and sitting here right now. <laughs> oh, he loves it. He loves sitting here. He was dying to get on here. <laughs> all right. So can we can we dare talk about the, the backup of the Colts? Oh, oh yes. What are they going to do? I don't know. You know, the, the guy, when he last played a full season... Uh, I want to call him uh, Jacqueline Bissett, but his name is actually Jacoby Brissett. There it is. Uh, he, he was four and twelve. You know, we need we need one of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was the big joke. If anyone didn't get that, that was the yeah. joke. But uh, you know, it shows how old I am. But you know, I mean, she's a better ball handler than he is. Oh, so, oh, another <laughs> zinger. But, yeah, but back- I think they like Jacoby Brissett. He's a big guy. He's got a big arm. Yeah. They actually, like you said, they have they they do have some sort of offensive line now. Yeah, they have exactly. some defensive pieces in there. They got the the linebacker Leonard last year. Yeah, um, they obviously have the coach. Uh, what's his face? Frank Reich, uh, and the GM. Frank's the third good. Reich. Yes, yes. <laughs> but the GM there, they think they like him too. Yeah. I mean, you don't have Andrew Luck. You don't have this supreme talent. But I mean, Brissett. Belichick drafted him. He was good enough for Belichick to draft yeah. him. All right, so down the road, because uh, this is a uh, betting forum, we're going to tell you uh, probably Saturday or Sunday, if you log in, what we believe you should do if you're interested in the Colts on a... Uh, yeah, exactly. We have all the future Over, under, loss. futures yeah. bet. Win-loss right here. Uh, you, what are they sitting at? Eight and a half? Nine? Nine and a half. They were nine and a half. They're down to six and a half. Down to six and a half, right? So if you believe that uh, Jacqueline, I mean Jacoby, is a good bet Zing. to get them to seven wins, uh, then you know we'll let you know what we think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're right there with Buffalo, too. And I kind of highlight a couple teams like Dallas, eight and a half. I think you got to take the over. Just looking at it, not not basing it off anything, not really putting that in ink. But, I mean, you have eight and a half there. Uh, and also Minnesota, nine. I think that's too high. I think the Bears are too good. Packers, their defense will be better this year. I think the Lions will be a little bit better. I think they'll still be fourth in that division. But, I don't know. I don't see. I don't trust Kirk Cousins. You can't trust Kirk Cousins. Their wide receivers already got paid. Um, Dalvin Cook hasn't shown anything after his rookie year when he got hurt. So that's what I'm going. I say Minnesota doesn't hit their total. So, um, like, like as we have, we have a bit of analysis on the website. If you check in, um, the prognosticators aren't really inventive when they say that the four teams that went to the conference championships will all be back there again on projected win totals. It just doesn't happen that way. Correct. You mm-hmm. know, the NFL is a violent, violent sport. And there's so many vagaries that, you know, it also is a sport where people that finish last in the division finish first. And, like, you know, if, if Mahomes goes down, the Chiefs are done. They're toast. Yep. You know, that's it. I mean, you could say that about most teams, especially with a just stud quarterback. They're yeah. not going to have – their backups going to be 
like the 40th best quarterback. Yeah. So if mm-hmm. you want to blindly just say, you know, everyone was good last year is going to be good and win uh, 12 or 13, 14 games, it's not happening. Mm-hmm. And that that is a guarantee. Mm-hmm. But so. Yeah, exactly. But like we said, over the weekend we'll be putting out our uh, over-under for to- win totals, um, division winners, wild card, 12 playoff teams, and what they're kind of do throughout the playoffs. Um, so, yeah, just look out for that on our website, www.thelinebreakers.com. We'll be right back. And we're back. I'm Coop, your host. I'm here with the professor and the mechanic. Uh, We just talked a little bit about football. We're just going to continue that just because, I mean, it's right around the corner, and who doesn't want to hear more about football? So we're here talking about what wins, losses. Like we said before, um, we're going to have all this officially out on our website over the weekend. But um, we'll talk about the Browns, all the hype around the Browns right now. Baker Mayfield, OBJ, Landry. Um... They got the new head coach, Freddie Kitchens, but what's going to happen this year? What do you think? You know, despite the fact that I'm not supposed to give away this information. <laughs> I mean, we're not really giving. We're just telling them. <laughs> I, what, I what just think, think that Odell Beckham Jr., as talented as it is, he's played 16 of the last 32 games he was scheduled to play in. Yeah, he's a little bit of a head case. We know that. He kicks... Uh, what nets? Um, and yelling he at coaches. He's a dog. Peeing, he's emotional. And, um, people. Some people call that emotional. Some people call that headcase. Yeah, he likes doing cocaine on video. Oh, oh. Well, allegedly, white, white powder. Allegedly, on, white powder oh, sure on they. video. Allegedly, no. Well, uh, whatever, whatever. <laughs> he's not a giant anymore. We can say that he's a brown now. Yeah. But um, and I, well, I just think they're going to brown themselves. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> another zinger from the mechanic. <laughs> But so. yeah, I, I mean, I think the Browns are going to do well. I mean, I like Baker Mayfield. I like what he did last year. I think he's only going to grow from that. All right, but what do you think? What's going to happen when uh, Odell comes into the huddle and says, "You haven't thrown to me yet," and Baker Mayfield say says, "F you." I think Baker Mayfield's got the swag to do it. If anyone has the no, do no, it, no, no. Has I know he has the swag to do it, but Odell doesn't have he's the temperament the to take it. He already has his contract. He's already getting his money. It doesn't affect him that much. It's going to affect the team. It will affect the team. You're probably right. But it all comes down to winning games. Are there, is their defense still going to play well? Are they going to win 10 games? I think it is their time to win the division. The Browns are the not the Browns. The Ravens are down. Bengals are whatever. They're not even going to win. Yeah, they're not even The it. Steelers are kind of iffy. You don't know what's going to happen with them. They're still going to be a good team. The Steelers are still going to be tough to play. But I think this is the Browns. Over the next three years is when the Browns are going to shine. All right. And so, they're going to have to shine. So we can agree to disagree, and we will post our pick. Uh, I think by Saturday, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to shoot for Saturday on the website, www.thelinebreakers.com. Visit there on Saturday, and you'll be able to see the uh, future picks. Yep. We're moving on to the Niners. Jimmy Garoppolo out there in California. Um, what is this, the second or third year with uh, Shanahan out there? Jimmy Garoppolo kind of, nobody really knows who he is. He's been injured. Uh, seems like he's been injured the whole time out there. Um yeah, but what get, do you think the Niners he, are going to bring to the table? He blew out his knee in game one. Yeah, I mean, you can't and be scrambling like that. you got to know you're the star quarterback. He was on the sideline, and he tried to get an extra yard. Yeah, it was stupid. And you lose your ACL. It's similar to uh, what Wentz did. Yeah, sometimes you've know, sometimes yeah. you got to fly too close to the sun to know that. But, um, but I mean, yeah, they're back at it again. Um, I mean, the Rams are going to probably win that division. But, I mean, what do you think? The Niners maybe come, uh, come in second, maybe steal a wild card spot? 
I don't know. I I, I don't. I you know they won four. True. They won four games last year. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's. I I you make your money probably betting against that. That's what I think. I mean, if I mean, some books have it at seven and a half. Some have it at eight. So if you take the under with the book that has it at eight, that means to lose your bet, they have to win nine games this year. Yeah, and that could be. I mean, that's going to be tough. I mean, not tough. I mean, that could, that's very doable. The Niners can easily lose nine, lose nine games. No, oh. <laughs> no, win. <laughs> I think oh, they're going to lose nine games. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Was that confusing? Yeah. We're on the we're on the cusp there with eight and eight. You know, but you know, you, you were looking at the, at my way. I think they're going to lose nine. I don't think they're going to win nine. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you know, we'll make our decisions. The uh, the powers that be will put our heads together, and uh, it will it. Won't necessarily be unanimous. I guarantee that because we all have our opinions, and mm-hmm. that's you know that that's what makes the debate. Yeah, we're just looking for the best schedule, run over their schedules, away games, home games, all that. I mean, if you look at the website we posted, the the various uh, casinos have posted their odds for these uh, futures bets. <coughs> they're not in agreement. Yeah, you know, but they're all within a half a game, and I presume that. Uh, uh, you and I and uh, the professor will all be within a half a game or so when we uh, post our picks, uh, hopefully by Saturday. Yeah, yeah, we're obviously just going to try to make the best decision possible. Yep. From the Niners, we move on to the Chargers. Just kind of give you a little oh, bit of stuff. Oh my goodness! Stuff. What are you going to do there? I mean, Melvin Gordon's still holding out. How long will he hold out for? Um, I mean, nobody knows. Philip Rivers, he had a great season last year, but will that uh, will that end? Will he have the Brady effect and still be able to play? Or? Or will they kind of fall off the train? Yeah, well, like Rivers and Roethlisberger and uh, Eli are all from the same class. And amazingly, they're all still out there. I mean, Eli probably shouldn't be out there. Yeah, well, for several years, but, Mm -hmm. you know. But obviously, yeah, but Rivers is still out there. He's still slinging the ball. I mean... Rivers looked great, great last year. They were thirteen and three until yeah. they 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 went into uh, New Kansas. England for the championship game and just they never showed up. They never showed no, up. No, for like that the one. division game. Yeah, and they got slaughtered like thirty something to three. Whatever it was, yeah. they just they weren't. They didn't they show, didn't up, at show up at all, mm-hmm. precisely. And uh, now, uh, from all accounts, the the Patriots unfortunately have a what's predicted to be a fantastic defense, mm-hmm. which has never been their hallmark of yeah. late. They just win it with offense, but and they still have a bunch of weapons on offense. They had their first round pick, Nikhil Harry. Um, I mean, Brady just—it doesn't seem like he can be stopped either. It, it's scary to think that the Patriots are just going to be great again. It's just—it's sickening, by the way, as a Raiders fan. So I'll make that. Yeah, I'll, I'll put that out there too. Yeah, most teams in the AFC I've already are just disclosed that I'm a Yankees fan. I've also never bet against the Raiders except for once, where that was a season long bet when they won four and twelve. Yeah. <laughs> so I was justified in that one. Yeah, the Raiders are just kind of waiting until they move to Vegas, right? Yeah. And have the real fun begins. Yep. Whether that will be sins or well, wins. I'm going to have more trips through uh, Vegas now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might move there. <laughs> Everything's legal there. Yeah, no, Sin, sin City. The Mecca. So Melvin Gordon, though, I mean, the guy, like, most recently, as of today, says, you know, I want to be traded and yeah, that's not a good mojo to have around the team. I think you got to trade him now. I mean, if he wants to be traded, is there really any uh, mending that? Well, I don't know. Especially uh, with a young, you got a young coach over there. Um, and it's hard. I mean, that kind of there's kind of a split in the locker room. It kind of divides them and kind of throws things uneasy. I mean, Joey Bosa did this like kind of last year as a rookie. He was kind of sitting out games in the beginning. Uh, wanted a bigger deal for his rookie contract. Um, 
I can see this definitely affecting the team in a negative way. Even though they have so many um, weapons. Keenan Allen, Williams. Um, and obviously Melvin Gordon was a huge part of their offense last year. Right. Did they do anything for the, their defense, though? Because they got slaughtered. Oh, right, and they did lose. They just they just lost Derwin James, uh, their big. He was a rookie last year. He was going to come in this year and kind of dominate their defense. So, I mean, that could affect them. I mean, what, they're at nine and a half? I mean, you have to take that in consideration. They just lost their big, uh, big safety. All right, so now final comment would be uh, the bottom of the barrel. Giants, Bengals, Cardinals, Dolphins. I don't see the Dolphins even trying to compete. You think they are because they got Fitzpatrick? Fitzpatrick. <laughs> I mean, he'll win you like three games, and that's it. But and then know, he'll then he'll just throw like twenty picks. Like on the website, you know, if you guys go there to the linebreakers.com, you'll see the commentary is that uh, I don't think the fish want to compete. You know, they'll, they'll have to pretend that they are. But they're looking for the, the, the quarterback class that's coming out of college. Mm-hmm. And you the got, big uh, star. you know, let, like they were talking about, uh, let's suck for the duck, the guy mm-hmm. from Oregon, Herbert. Yep. And uh, Tua, I guess he's he'll be available next yes, year after he'll, he'll Alabama. Be, yep. Tory for the Clemson guy. Yeah. But that'll be next year's uh, shitty team. Mm-hmm. That'll go for that guy. Yeah. But like we said, that's going to be on our website. We're shooting for Saturday, www.thelinebreakers.com. Uh, if you visit there, we'll have something to um, direct you to our NFL future picks. I mean, talking about college football and all these quarterbacks, it kind of leads us into uh, college football. I mean, that kind of gets on their way uh, Saturday. A couple big games. Oregon, just like we're talking about, Justin Herbert against Auburn. Uh, I think that's kind of the big game. I mean, Justin Herbert, he'll be facing off against the SEC. Pac-12 schools don't really fare too well against the SEC, but um, I mean, it's kind of interesting to see... Uh, See what's going to happen there. It's just three and a half points. Um, and everyone always puts kind of SEC schools higher in rank, whether it just be bias or uh, they'll be better. But I think a lot of people uh, have taken Auburn to come out of the SEC East, um, which could be a big upset over Alabama. Um, Clemson, obviously, the, the rankings came out last week. They were number one for the first time ever. They're playing Georgia Tech. Even though Georgia Tech does have their new offense, they won't be running the uh, the triple option. I mean, you can't see them winning. They're 36-point favorites. Uh, Georgia Vanderbilt. I mean, you have a lot of just big games that will be blowouts. A game that people have looked at, Oklahoma-Houston, because Houston has um, the running quarterback, uh, King. So we'll see what happens there. And Ohio State also has Ryan Day, his first, his first game coaching. He'll also be calling the plays, which is extremely hard in college football. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of just college games that are just, I mean, going to be monster blowouts. Um, well, Nick Saban came out last week and said, like, you know, he's really not in favor, although they scheduled them, of having Division One powerhouses play at a conference where they're they're favored by yeah, they only six, want to seven touchdowns. Yeah. I'm like, well, then if you're not in favor of it, then tell your – AD, AD. Yeah. Uh, we games. don't want this. It's, it's yeah. embarrassing. They do schedule these games like way early in advance, but I mean, I think he just says that just because he can. Yeah, but like William and Mary is never going to show up, or whatever. Yeah, I don't even know if they have a football team. Yeah. but you know, like neither of my alma mater yeah. had a football team. But, but it affects attendance. Yeah. I think that's what he was getting at. Like the college fan. I mean, you just wouldn't want to go to a game if the team's going to win by like fifty points. By if they're going to be up fifty nothing yeah. at half. I remember years ago. 
I went to uh, the kickoff classic of the Meadowlands in New Jersey, mm-hmm. and it was the Cornhuskers against Rutgers, and they're favored by 49 points, whatever it was. And I can't believe, you know, I called a bookie, and I said, all right, you know, give me, I'm laying, I, got, I can't believe I'm laying 49 points. So I go into the stadium after tailgating, and I walk up, and I said, I need a beer. I go, sorry, we don't serve beer at college games. Yeah. I'm like, you kidding me? <laughs> I just laid 49 points, and I can't get a drink? Yeah. I mean, you can't get <laughs> but drinks. But I, I did cover, thankfully, and uh, that's the. Yeah, that's you got to sneak in some beer. Last, so, last time I laid 49 points without drinking. The professor has uh, a well, little tip out there. Yeah, so so I'm going to go out on the limb this time around. A lot of times everybody's looking, as we were just talking about, all the top, top-ranked teams. Everybody's going to be focusing on them. And I think this year I'm going, to, I'm going to be looking at a lot of the other schools that you don't look at. And one of them we're going to give out, they're actually playing tomorrow, um, is uh, Robert Morris in Buffalo. And Robert Morris is a 46.5 uh, underdog, and I say take Robert Morris against Buffalo. Really? You're giving out a uh-huh. free pick? I'm giving out a free one on this one because by the time they hear it, it'll be already done. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be done. I don't know if I'm the right or not. of the future. But I think they have to run to New Jersey to make that bet. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's being played in, uh, in Buffalo, New York. Yeah, but they can't bet there. Um, There's no betting in New York. You can't go to FanDuel and bet. That's true. That's true. So well, you heard it here first anyway. Robert <laughs> Morris. Heard it here first. <laughs> and now, now you got to drive from Buffalo <laughs> or, or call somebody in New Jersey <laughs> and say, please, trust me, I'll send you the anyway, money. <laughs> this will be the first one that I'll be kind of looking every week to see where there is some really uh, diamonds in the rough. Well, that's what we had said on our website originally. We are not going to say, you know, we're, we're, we're only picking – Alabama and Clemson and Notre Dame, which I don't know why Notre Dame is on TV every week, but you know. I mean, we all know why, but yeah. Yeah, I know. It's annoying. <clears throat> well, we're not going to yeah. say it, but. Yeah. <laughs> it is annoying, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let that all be right. a lesson so, to you. <laughs> so, uh, Coop, we're going to uh, be uh, signing off and uh, posting our picks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, once we, like we said, Saturday, we're going to shoot for our projections for the NFL, um, our to win totals, also divisional winners, what's going to happen in the playoffs, who we think is going to win um, each conference, and then who we think is going to win the Super Bowl. And, and you already heard our, our secret free pick of college. Our secret from, sauce. From the professor. The <laughs> our Buffalo Bulls. I mean, <laughs> what are, Who did you pick? I picked Robert so Morris. Like didn't uh, Robert Morris Morrison. against Robert the Buffalo. Morris. Against the Buffalo yeah, Bulls. Yeah, they're in the, if I remember, Robert Morris is in the NEC. Mm-hmm. They play against a school uh, yeah, called. I thought you were talking about Robert Moses. No, 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 Robert <laughs> Morris built the infrastructure. Well, they're going to hope they can split the team. But uh, yeah, I'm Coop. That's the professor. The mechanic joined us today. Yep. We are the Linebreakers. Bet with your head, not with your heart. Out. Out.